4: David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me.
0: But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blue part? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen
3: to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello,
5: and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac, and I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. Only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatness. John F. Kennedy. So accountability is a very challenging thing for people to accept, um, embrace recognize however being accountable there's freedom in that um when I was working with I first started working with rappers celebrities um I was also working with aspiring actors and I had to reschedule a class because I had to go to Los Angeles with one of my clients. And when I came back, one of my students said, are they more important than we are? Do you have to be a celebrity? And at that point, I never scheduled classes when I was working with actors because I was accountable to my class. And I said, you're all, we're all on the same page. And that was freedom for me. I didn't run from it. I literally had 18 students in my class and I took my chair. We were sitting in a circle and I went to every single student and said, how do you feel? And I apologized to each and every one of them. Accountability is not a bad thing. Accountability is freedom. Accept and own what you did and move on. That's it. That's it. Today, I will be accountable for my actions.
1: It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Active Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. Whew, I'm breathing in and out because there are times in this industry, I have learned with over 30 years experience that when you meet like energy, you want to connect to like energy. And I have, and I'm so prideful in the fact that I have relationships in this business of like 20 years and plus. And so you, those are the type of people you want to keep close. Those are the type of people you want to refer to other people and you just want to build together. And in such a short time, my friend Amin Ra, shout out to him in Atlanta, introduced me to Tara Nicole, who you guys are going to hear today, I am so excited. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for multi-hyphenated actress, writer, producer, director, author. Don't stop it. Don't make me keep going, okay? I'm just saying, because I'm putting things on her list. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please applaud Tara Nicole.
6: Thank you so much. That was amazing coming from you, Tracy. I'm so excited to be here with you. I really, really am.
5: No, I'm like, my heart is like buzzing. I had to like lay down before I had this just so I could count my energy because man, let me tell you something. When in terms of like the spirited actor for me, In just knowing you, you embody what the spirited actor is to me. You do. And what I mean by that is the fact that um, I love the fact that you are not sitting around waiting for somebody to create somebody some character some project for you that something tapped you on the shoulder and said no you got this well I don't have a script
6: no write it
5: um hmm, never produce. no you got this you multitask you <laughs> know how
0: to produce
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I've just been so motivated to do the thing that I needed to do you know what I mean like It's just there's so many boundaries and there's so many walls and so many doors. And that kills the spirit of why we are here and why we're doing it. Um, And I just wanted to focus on what I wanted to do. I wanted to act by any means necessary. I wanted to not be famous, not not, that's not what I'm chasing. It's it's a skill, a talent and expression that I need to do. And so I just had to figure out a way, an outlet to do so.
5: And please tell our audience what the outlet is, because we encourage you to go to YouTube, run to YouTube after the yeah. show. Yeah.
6: So I wrote a, a web series um, called The Day and Night Series, um, which is an ensemble cast. It's an awesome story of... Um, just a person who's trying to figure out life, who's at the er- the verge of like com- becoming amazing and her work, but personally is still struggling and still trying to figure it out. So it's a contrast of that person at work who you see who does amazing, just killing it. But what happens when they leave work? What happens with those personal relationships, those personal struggles outside of work? They could be all together there and completely a mess outside, and that's okay. And that's yeah. okay,
5: we have to figure it out. That's the thing I loved about the series is how um it wasn't about perfection. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you an example. The I had a doctor's appointment like a couple of months ago, right? So the doctor said, Tracy, your blood pressure is up uh, just a little bit. It's not up enough for me to give you medication, but Mm -hmm. just to have a conversation with you and give you these pamphlets, right? So I looked at her and I said, I want to meet the person who has the perfect blood (laughs) pressure every day, all day, (laughs) forever right and that's what i love about your series is that no that's that's the movie the perfection that's the fantasy right exactly what you give us is the authentic like what my inner voice would say
7: you say
6: it yeah i remember there was this show and i loved the spin ali mcbeal they she would always have the moments of reality that she would just kind of lose herself in and I've always I always be like why that's the show right there those parts like she needs to just say them and it's really it's what it's just about being authentic and true and like and really sitting in those moments so you get to learn about yourself and the character that you are. Um, and see some parts of yourself in it, and and have grace when you see those things, because you go, oh, okay, well that person's not perfect. There, this person's not perfect. Yeah, but look how it turned out. It's still okay. It's
5: okay. It's and and unapologetically, you say it's okay. And I said to myself, in her own life, she's really grounded in that principle, um, because the shame and judgment. In this world, I would say within the last decade Mm -hmm. and, you know, around Internet and social media, I don't even know when that happened. But around that time, that's when the freedom of speech and what people would say Mm -hmm. and
6: how they would say it, the intentions are not good. Yeah, it's it's. I don't live my life for anybody else and I don't want anybody else to do that. I don't ever want to stifle how I feel. I, if, if, if one person out of 10 doesn't get it, then I'm okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? If one person out of 10 gets it, then I'm okay. I mean, what I feel is what I feel. Um, I, I think people's feelings are valid. Um, mm-hmm. some, some, what, some of what I do is for everyone and, and some people it'll completely turn off. I'm okay with that. Like, I'm OK with that. Yeah. Um, and I, it's not about I really think that people need to get away from judging and, and do more encouraging because it, it the judging just stifles. It stifles. It, it, there's some amazing things that have not been produced yet because people right. are afraid. People are afraid. And I don't think that should be the case. I mean, there's an audience for everything. There absolutely is, but I do
5: want to say that, in my opinion and observation, you are rare. And what stops everyone is the fear. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you pursue your dreams, whether it's family or friends, that just pursuing it Mm -hmm. is an agitation to people. And then achieving it, family or friends, is a whole other level. Mm -hmm. But it's a but to them. You are a reflection of me and I'm not pursuing mine. I'm not successful in what, because, you know, because this is the deal. When you encourage people, people feel good. People Mm want to share. People Mm want to love. And that doesn't sell. Right. That doesn't sell. Right. We need the doctors for health. We need the foods to get, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to acknowledge that you do stand alone and you do stand in your uniqueness. And, and for me, that's the point of the podcast to introduce people that I know in this industry of like mine to spread mm-hmm. that message and to, you know, generate that message. Because we see what the hate is resulting. Wow. And you're a different generation and a different voice mm-hmm. and different. I
6: used to type on a typewriter. Right. This is a whole, this is a different process, right? Different process, different response. And that's what
5: I wanted to, um, because there's so much I'm compacting because I just, I'm so, you know, I feel the same way about you as I feel about Issa Rae. The -hmm. fact that, you know, it was shown, like, we don't need that. And, and it's been shown before, but just in terms of recent examples. And, and I feel that with you, that it's like, you know what? I want to act, have a passion, what to do, what to do. I'll just write my old thing. Right. <laughs>
6: right. Know, and right. Right. And it, it's it's an act of bravery. I do say that. I mean, it's bravery and it's making a choice every day I wake up to stay in it. Um, it has, to, I will say this is the easiest hard thing I've ever done <laughs> because it's, you Pretty know, it bad. has to be done. It, I, I really would not be a full, whole person if I wasn't doing this. And, and I know that like we we talked about Amen. you know, my series came from Amin and I auditioning for the same web series and the girl casted us mm-hmm. and then decided she was going to give the roles to her cousin. And we were like. Hollywood. What the hell is going on? I was just like, "What is <laughs> happening? Like, is, there, are you, is the cousin an actor? I'm so confused." And then I said, "You know what? I'm so tired of this. I'm going to write my own show." And and literally See that's you. where day and night came from.
5: Good for you. Yeah. I, I worked on a film years ago. It was um, uh, Tay Diggs and Jesse Martin were both in Rent at the time, mm-hmm. and so um, we were we were auditioning Tay. Um, I'm not going to say the film people have to research it, but the, one of the investors, we had to cast his son as the lead and no experience, but he was the investor's son. So, you know, those scenarios are so frequent. Unfortunately for me as a casting director, I get like a tinge emotional because I'm like, I know an actor or actress who did this, you know? So um, but in terms of like now you've taken with your passion, um, confidence, bravery, courage, fear is just an illusion. Like after that and then you sat down, did you have an idea already of the series that you wanted to
6: write? Um, what my writing usually starts uh, from a, a conversation. So, you know, I had a I had an idea of this really interesting conversation that just popped into my head. And I said, I'm gonna jot this thing down. And I jot down this conversation. And then I was like, well, who would be having this conversation and what would surround this? And then I just went on a tangent and started writing. Um, you know, season one, I wrote in about a, a month and we wrote it. I wrote, I wrote season one. I just like sat there and wrote and um I showed it to a friend of mine who was like, oh, we got to produce this. Like, let's do this. And two months later, we were filming um, and we got it all done and, and we put it out. And it was just like, you know, like this is my first time actually fully producing something. I had something before in the past, but this was this was like I learned from that first one. The second one, this, you know, day and night season one was it like I was ready to go. And, you know, it came out like, I was so proud of the work. I'm proud of the work that my team did, proud of the performances and the story that we told. Um, You know, we made it off of a a shoestring budget. Um, I was super proud of what we came up with. And so many people who have watched it have told me really important things about what they got from these characters. And I just feel fulfilled for that reason. Um, you know, I'm looking to push a season two now. I have a season two pilot season written, pilot episode shot. I want to show it to everybody. I want to get somewhere with it. Um, this project means more for me um to do for the people who have come along and believed so much in me and what I'm doing, <laughs> that they show up and they show out. Mm. I mean, to the tune of us being able to produce the projects that we've produced at the level we have with the little money we have, you know, just because people really believe in it. So, yeah, like, it's just it's just been it's been a dream. Like, it really has. And it keeps me going. It's nonstop. But- I'm so happy it's nonstop for you. I know I'm going to talk about some
5: other projects, but I wanted to say with this that. Um, the first thing I, one of the first things I said to you is that the production value was fierce. Like, you know, I know what it's like to work literally on a shoestring budget, just another girl on the IRT. Um, so, you know, favors, yeah. Sprinkle dust. So sprinkle dust helped me out, but you did it anyway. And for me, that's why I was like, listen, what's second season? What else? Because I feel like. And I've always felt like this as a casting director, it's my job to help. Like, that's what we're supposed to do. Like, you know, I don't I don't know any other way. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I was like, what do you need? Because how can I service you and help you? Yeah. Even though, um, and it's and it's it's circular because. Um, I'm so blessed that you're going to see some actors today in class and session because I like everything that I do to be a reflection of the work and then for you to see the work. People like you, you know, so um, I that's the first that was another thing I said to her was when a second season, man, because now I'm, I'm
6: feeling <laughs> right and you then go and you know Tracy, I feel so good I felt amazing in speaking with you, meeting you and interacting with you and you know it's an energy thing it has been yeah. to start with us yeah. and um I just feel really good about the energy that's attached to where we are right now yeah. and where we're going and where we will go, especially with people like you near. I mean, i I'm looking to be. I'm looking for a director for season two. Listen, I'm so- and <laughs> I'm my resume.
5: I'm listen. I it's send. You got my resume
6: now. I I got I got your energy. I got your energy. I got our connection. I you're, let's send the resume. Whatever, but I know. What <laughs> I'm I feel. so down. I am so let's- down
5: because the other thing too is like. um. You're right. The from the energy. And this is the first time we've seen each other. Yeah. So, but from the energy of just talking on the phone. And then right after I watched it and I was like, listen, listen, I need you on my podcast. You got to answer what's going on in your world. And <laughs> and and I've been a part of so many projects like this that like right now I'm talking to you. I'm getting chills because this is so familiar. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, um, oh my God, it's just a laundry list. But I saw Laz Alonso the other day on something. And I was like, I remember when Laz works for Seed Grooms and he was in, and my class was his first class, and he was like, Tracy, this is what I'm gonna do. And I was like, okay, Laz. I and I have this exercise in my class called Map of Life. Mm-hmm. So you're supposed to like do a collage, play. I want you to be a kid, right? Last came in with a, a board game called The Map of Life. Never forget it. Never, ever forget it. So that just triggered a memory like oh that saying, I'm so, so blessed to be involved in actors' names, in actors' careers or people's careers when no one knew their name. Right. And they would tell me these stories that Tracy, you know, um, Miles Frost said, I'm going to get a Tony cut to Tony Award winning. Miles <laughs> Frost, Im Jet.
6: Crazy. It's the (laughs) power of the word. I tell people it's the word. That just, you know, that just literally means like you literally, there's a, there's a, a, you're just pulling it in, like you're pulling it in and you're putting it out. I, I literally, I feel amazing when someone next to me wins. I go, I'm in the right place. I know I'm in the right place. that me makes me feel great. I'm I, I'm excited for them, but I'm more excited to go. I'm not far away from that. Like, you know, like yeah. I don't ever go, why? Why not me? Why? I never do that. I am blessed to be able to do what I am doing right at this level. Like, I know I am. <laughs> I know I am. It's been great. It's led me to you. It's led me yeah. to other opportunities. Um, like I've been producing up a storm, of, like independent. And I was going to say, live. tell them the, um, what's come out of this. So, yeah. So out of me, um, you know, coming uh, creating my own show, I've been doing a ton of independent um, producing. I have a production company, a small production company called her Make It Good Productions, which is a female led uh, production creative collective. Um, and basically we push women forward uh we work with everyone we work with everyone but we push people forward I started out I didn't go to school for this you know and so I have no right to like hold anyone back if you come to my set, I sit down with you I go, what are you interested in what you know, do you know what you're interested in? If they don't, I I, I push them the different departments. They start to spark someplace. I sip, I keep them there. I have people that have left and gone off to work for Orange is the New Black and work for Spielberg and like because they started on my set. I just it's I, who am I? To, I'm just like, come here and learn. I I'm not going to be a gatekeeper. If your energy is right, then I will keep you with me. I'll show you everything I know. And I will push you out front. That's what we do. That's what we do. So I've been, you know, doing a lot of producing. I, I'm getting called on a lot, by a lot of independent producers who, who identify that I was, I started where they are and, and someone's told them I know how to handle them, you know, cause they don't know as much. And I do have the patience for it. Um, And, you know, it's been really great. We've been building, Uh, we've been building. And again, we're here with you right now. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm telling you, and then cut
5: to like, you know, Inside the Black Box is this platform to talk about this. And, you know, by the time the next season comes on, like you'll be completed season two in negotiations, talking to somebody about, you know, the rest of the life of this. Yeah. And I love, and once again, you guys, she created this platform for herself. The gift is that you share it with so many people, yeah. but we want you to shine in this as well. Yeah. And she does. <laughs> she is like, I told <laughs> you, I was like, I wish you were around when I was growing up because the thoughts, I was, if I just had the courage to just say it
6: to like uh-huh. some of the guys, the things that you say, <laughs> like, I know Ivy is a piece yeah. of work. I and you know how many people. I love her. Like, is that how much of her is you know? I'm like, I'm not doing that with you. I'm yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. And you know what? I definitely because I will say this that you also have the fun of why you became an actress to get into another character's skin to go on a character's journey that you may or may not have gone on. And that's why they ask you because you're so good that people want to know. So is this really you like in real life? And then you just put it on
6: screen. Because <laughs> you're right. too good at this sunset. It's <laughs> fun. Ivy is so much fun. I you love see the fun in you. It.
5: You see, like, I honestly genuinely see. And I know Elsa knows what I'm talking about. Like when you see... At, and and spruce is also an actor okay. um you yeah and spruce is the same way like when he creates and mm-hmm. and writes like you see the fun in it so yeah. i'm really really yeah. um excited about the future but staying grounded in the present because right
6: right right exactly
5: and i'm just saying listen you got to speak up uh- <laughs> <laughs> i so saying. So I wanted to ask you this, like, in terms of characters, right? Mm-hmm. Who is that character? Um, what is that dream role for you? Ooh,
6: dream role. So I have it. I don't know that there's there's so many roles. That I've seen that I'm like, oh, oh yeah. You know, I always get the, oh, can you play the like, you know, sharp talking businesswoman or, you know, or the the bitch or the the you know pretty girlfriend or and, and I'm like and I'm like, I want to play the crackhead. Like I want, I want Halle Berry and Monster Ball. Like I want, I want, I want, I don't, I don't want the pretty. You know, I, well, I mean, I'm, we've done that, you know what I mean? I've yeah. been done a ton. I like, but yeah. I want something that is going to challenge you to see me differently. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to put, look at me and go, oh, she could play this, you know, mm-hmm. the stereotypical Gabrielle union roles, you know, right. like, you know, I, even want, you know, I, I just, I want to play something that is not for my type. Right. But you know what I mean? Something that right. challenges me. I love right. anything that, that evokes emotion. I love comedy, you know? Um, so like I, there's so many different things out there. Like I just, I just watched and I don't watch a lot of anything because I'm usually writing or something and I don't like the influence of like watching something, Yeah, me too. but I just watch from scratch. Oh my God. Uh, and Kalita is my sister. That is. I my know. Sister. I know. And I was gonna tell you, like I just wanted I wanted to throw my phone at that television so many times. Oh, I cried every eyelash I had. Yes. Oh, the it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. um it was so, so it there it was simple, beautiful, precise performances from everybody. Yep. I I yeah. Just, it was excellent i would love to have done been a part of something like that
5: you know but like- see i think just coming from a casting directing point of view mm-hmm. um and also elsa saw it and she loved it um i i think that um and she also loved your series oh, thank um, you, elsa. Uh, um i i i feel like what i resonated the most because like Miles, my kids will tell you when, you know, I get challenged with movies because I I start to recite dialogue and they're like, oh, did you read the script? And I'm like, no, it's predictable. Like, you know, and I just saw this movie with Forrest Whitaker on Saturday, two and a half hours of waste. Love him. But and so my point Mm -hmm. is, is that I just feel like, you know, because of how I, you you come across in your series, your character, that is the honesty that we tap into as a care, casting rank, right? So that's before right. Allie McBeal, we had never seen Allie McBeal before.
6: Right, right.
5: So that's what I feel like you're opening doors up for yourself right. as an actress. I appreciate that. And that honesty, that's what came across from from, from scratch, I appreciate that and because I, I was like, when I see Kalita, I'm going to take a running start and then I'm going to yoke her from behind. Like it was just dumb. The whole movie was just, oh my God, I, a box of tissue, but I'm going to, because we, <laughs> it flies by. It does, I'm going to give you does. two minutes, man, to just whatever jewels
6: you want to dump, you know, drop on, you know, our actors. Well, um, I would say, hmm. I would say always think fully about what your character is doing, what your character would do next. Um what your character would do in every situation because you gotta be ready for those moments. And and as actors, I say it all the time, you know, we wanna listen, 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 listen and take our time it's not about just delivering the lines it's about what your physical body is doing what what thoughts you're having in your head before you say your lines because that all adds up you know it's not the stuff it's not always the things that are on the paper that really make this make your character full um it's these things that you have to add to it you know what would this person be doing be thinking you know how would they scratch their nose all these things that make this person. You have to think of your character as a person.
5: That is so beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why she's here. Yay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so blessed because um, she, Tara's going to stay with us um, while we do um, class and session. And I am so excited about that. So you guys sit back and just sit in gratitude right now, please, of our guests. Put your hands together for Tara. Nicole. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And when we come back, you guys, to the Spirit Act Podcast with me, Tracy Moore, we're going to have class in session.
3: So excited. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Welcome back to the Spirit Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And you are still blessed, so sit in gratitude, our guest, multi-hyphenated actress. And you know what? She said principal on her drop. So I want to emphasize that it's words, baby, words, and being specific. So she is a principal actress. She is a writer, director, producer extraordinaire. Tara, Nicole.
6: Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. So we are here with some
5: questions from our dynamic audience. And so I am going to... Let's go to our first actress, um, Destiny. So I'm going to say um, say your name and your location, and then you can ask your question to Tara.
6: Hi, Tara. My name is Destiny. I am from Chicago, but I'm based in New York City right now. So my question is, in class, Tracy always talks to us about the importance of specificity in actors, knowing specifically, like, what they want or what they're thinking in a moment, and so I want to know what's your do you have a, a acting technique that you use to get to that
7: specificity maybe Meisner or Stanislavski or something?
6: Um I I think about the full conversation um the things that have happened beforehand how I physically feel about that you know those those physical moments are usually what I'm focused on like what what is this doing because sometimes we can just deliver lines and not realize that we're like, you know, here. And so if you just let go and let it all in into your being, um, you respond physically and verbally in a way that's so authentic to the moment. Um, and that's literally what I'm usually thinking of is listening. Because if my scene partner ter- changes up something that you thought you planned for, you know, like you can't, I always say to my actors when I'm directing them, Do not rehearse your lines. Memorize them. Memorize the words, but don't rehearse because then you do the, you basically are responding the same way every time instead of listening to what's being said and responding in a way that matches the energy that's being given.
5: Understood. Thank you. Love it. Thank you, Destiny. And our actress, too, introduce yourself and where are you from?
2: Hi, I'm Markia Carson, I'm from Philadelphia. Nice to meet you, Tara. Nice to meet you, Markeia. Um, So my question is, as a writer, director, producer, actress now, you play multiple roles. Do you have a favorite role? Do you have a preference of one over the other?
6: I would say that the role that I created is probably my favorite. I can have the most fun playing her. She is she is multifaceted. Um, you know, she has she, she's all over the place. You'll get funny from her, you'll get drama from her. Um, I I love um contrast. I love those moments um in acting where you're able to to show your range. Um, and so I do love Ivy. She's a special, special place in my heart. She is brave. She is messy. She is so many things. And um, it's, it's really intriguing to play her. Yeah. There's a freedom.
5: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, marcia So thank I just you. want to thank my actresses. Um, and really great questions. You know, I always find myself learning with our guests. So thank you guys for that. So we're just gonna take a quick break and when we come back to the Spirited Actor podcast with Tracy Moore, we're gonna do class and session. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Spirited Actor podcast, and we are here for class and session, and we still have Tara Nicole. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited because now in class and session, our guest watches a scene from our Spirited Actor alumni, and then um, Tara is going to give you some words, feedback, and all she's doing is dropping jewels. So I hope all of your treasure chests is up are open for this show. Um, so I'm going to start off with our female Spirited Actor alumni.
7: Can you say your name and where are you from? Hi, I'm Kay Priam from the New York area, but currently in Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta.
5: Um, and then our Spirit Actor alumni, OG male.
0: Hi, my name is Mitchell Igwezi. Oh. I'm from the great state of Georgia, and I'm based <laughs> in New York City.
5: and he can be seen on the streets of the UK as well okay so we are going to start our scene and Tara I just want you to know initially um Leanne Amato was like our our writer in residence so she would just write all the scenes for you know and then you know licensing and copyright but then over the course actors have written scenes so yeah and sent scenes into us Okay, so this scene is called The laundromat Still, written by Dana Kill. Interior laundromat, late night. Harry, mid-40s, pulls clothes out of a top dryer. Serafina, a.k.a. Sarah, early 40s, rushes to the dryer next to Harry, snatches the door open, and starts shoving the clothes in a big blue plastic bag. Harry steps slightly right as though dodging a whirlwind. Sarah sucks her teeth.
7: All oh, these are
5: not dry. Harry leans around into Sarah's personal space.
0: Miss OKK, how you doing?
7: Mr. William? Oh, you can call me Sarah, we're not at work.
5: Sarah looks around the laundromat quickly.
7: No kids here. <laughs>
0: sometimes parents though
7: oh it's late it's almost time for the nighttime variety show in here
0: variety show
7: yes there's a cat that comes in with half the red meat from ralph under his coat trying to sell it
0: are you serious
7: oh yeah and then there's another cat who comes in from with bath and body work skincare bundles and baskets
0: in here I
7: buy the warm vanilla sugar. The dude has a better price than the store.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you like warm vanilla sugar. Got it. And now I know what to get for the faculty exchange.
7: (laughs) Well, great to see you. I got to run though. I'll see you in the morning.
0: Aren't you going to put your clothes back in the dryer? You just said they weren't dry.
7: Uh, Well, I'll hang the dampest ones up. It'll be okay. I hate coming in here. I just try to get in and get out.
0: It's not a party, maybe a variety show, but not a party. I get it. But it's late. You're probably going to go home and crash. We've had the same long day. We've had the meeting with the London kids' parents, with the principal and the sped staff. You were great with the parents, by the way. And it's just another 12 minutes in the dryer.
7: Another 12 minutes? It feels like an eternity in this place. And I'm at a quarter. <laughs> I had just about enough. I had just enough, but...
0: I have a quarter. It'll be quick. Quicker than an eternity. I promise.
7: Well, I wasn't raised going to the laundromat. I mean, I took for granted that by now I'd have a life that contained a washer and dryer at home. You too. But this is my life.
0: <laughs> Where there's a but... There is always resistance, and what we...
7: Resist, persist.
0: Okay, so you know. And well-knowing is half...
7: It is not half the battle. Whoever said that lied. I know everything that is wrong. I'm a genius with no solution.
5: Harry pulls the clothes
7: from the bag
5: and returns them to the dryer. He puts the quarter in, and they begin to spin.
0: Solutions are not required.
5: Then what do I do then? Just be. Be What? Harry touches her shoulder.
0: At peace with what is
5: and seen. Wow! Nice. Okay. Good job, Bogies. Um, I'm going to pass it on to you, Tara.
6: Um. So I thought you guys did a great job, Capri. Yes, pre I want to know what what this character was. Of, like, what was she thinking? I want to know what she was thinking in the beginning of, of the scene. What was she thinking? She was just trying to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, just okay. like that's, oh, this is not
7: her favorite place to be. She's from the suburbs and this is not, right. she's not about this life. <laughs>
6: right. Yeah. I felt the urgency in your performance when you were um, getting the clothes in and you felt, it felt very, very urgent um the I thought your interactions were great I think the only thing I would say would be uh Mitch's energy is so calm and I felt like either one of you had to so you were very like urgent like you wanted to go 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 either Mitch needed to to Excite, like you, something about you needed to either try to catch her, like y- your energy stayed so calm. It felt like she wasn't moving. It felt like and I, and I felt her urgency. So uh, a part of me wanted you to be like, wait, 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 you know, like or anything like to try to get her to slow down. Um, Or if he didn't do that, then maybe something that he does prompts you to like okay. kind of like change your energy a little bit and engage a little bit more okay. after a while. Um, but yeah, besides that, I really liked it. Um, it flowed really well. The timing was really, really good between the two of you. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it.
5: I totally enjoyed it as well. And I agree with you. Um, in, in knowing kpri it's like, um, that was a character. That's not her. Like I can definitely like vouch for that. I thought that Mitch's character would not be attracted to someone like her, and I thought that sh- her character um, reads a lot of books. People might call you a grown up geek. Um, you spend a lot of time by yourself, and this was the first time that someone noticed you. I felt like you've been invisible in your life. And so that's just things that just came out of it, but it was beautiful. I was really proud of both of you guys and Mitch, you know, this is a place where your, are um, you know, you're, this is definitely a place where that voice works and you can use that voice and you can play with that voice. So something to think about, but ladies and gentlemen, I just want you guys to put your hands together. Please put your hands together once again for Tara Nicole, who we will be calling back.
6: Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, guys. You did such an awesome <laughs> job. Thank you. Thank
5: you. A wonderful guest. We'll be back on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And I'm going to give you guys some love. That's what I'm going to do. And now it's time to give love. When my father was transitioning into what I imagine, he's in heaven telling jokes. Um, People are just following him because that's how my friends were when I was growing up. They just loved being around my dad. But when he was transitioning, there were 15 people in the room and we were all around his bed. And he looked at every one of us and he said, listen, I had a great life. And you are not responsible for me at eight years old, smoking tobacco because his family owned a tobacco farm. And he used to roll up tobacco in brown paper bags and he used to smoke it, no filter. That's it, eight years old. He stopped smoking cold turkey when he was 60 and he transitioned at 62. I was so proud of my dad sitting in that bed, and looking directly at us and saying, I don't blame none of y'all, none of y'all. It was my responsibility and I chose to smoke for all these years. I'm grateful to every single one of you because I've had a great ride and you guys are responsible for that ride. Accountability is freedom, it's freedom okay, I made a mistake. Okay. I did. Okay. But then when we own it and we breathe in, we've learned something and it just move on. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show inside the black box. My co-host will be Joe, the legend Morton. It's going to be the spirited actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the crackle network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. Thank you.
0: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's
1: R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hillson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in
0: school like, yeah.
2: okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook.
0: I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI.